0: sit down boys if I get a treat for you fighting the fight when it comes to technology we are the knights of the kingdom of geekery we rise up when it comes to the challenge of discussing all this nerd knowledge Welcome to the Digital Soup podcast, the only podcast where two voices are shot and the third one not even here.
1: <laughs>
0: My voice yeah. is shot from yelling and singing and stuff. <laughs> Dave's got a cold. Jason's yeah. absent,
1: <laughs> so he's, here we are, folks. He's sleeping. Let's, <laughs> let's let's just call it what it is. He deserves a razzing. We had to we had to go a little bit later tonight due to some scheduling things. Not much, about 45 minutes only. And he, he couldn't wait 45 more minutes, so he decided to go to bed and told us just to record. Yep. Well. Here we are.
0: <laughs> so, why don't we go right into our rapid fire news segment.
1: That works. You know, I was thinking, before we jump into that. Oh, seg blocked. Uh, I know people miss those, right? Yep but i I was thinking we still need to come up with a name, and I do love your idea of call calling it the ramen section the the instant soup um, <laughs> yep I, I love that ramen time yeah it's it's ramen time All right. and I, I was thinking like yeah it's it's the the nine minute news you know ramen ramen time. I think let's go with the ramen. Let's hit the ramen
0: <laughs> time to hit that ramen, so the very first one here, Microsoft is going to stop supporting actually. They're going to stop supporting it before this podcast comes out. Windows 7, finally. On Tuesday, the 14th of January, Microsoft will com- will completely stop supporting Windows 7. That means they're not going to be issuing any more software updates that could prevent malware or viruses. And basically, while you can continue running your PC with Windows 7 without continued security and software updates, it's going to be at greater risk for malware. That's according to Microsoft on their website. In addition, their customer service will no longer be available to provide Windows 7 tech support. So for those people and businesses that are still on Windows 7, you know, most people don't go directly to Microsoft for tech support anyway, but uh, for businesses, they should know that they are putting their, their business at risk. So um, Microsoft says people running Windows 7 should do one of two things. With a computer newer than three years old, they can pay to upgrade to Windows 10 and... Um, If it's more than that, they said buy a new computer.
1: Samsung and Microsoft are announcing a brand new super team-up. They're calling this the Galaxy X-Cover Pro, sold only in the U.S. through Verizon, it sounds like, early in 2020, coming in at a price tag of about $500. Now, what this is is a new rugged-featured mobile phone setup, but what's unique about it is they're going after this push-to-talk feature. So really going after people in like frontline, um, like workspaces, you know, things like healthcare, um, construction sites, manufacturing, retail, things like that. So it's it's old tech, but yeah, yeah. yeah, It's, it's very, uh, very much, um, hands-on made for working people. It's going to be water, dust, salt, proof, all of that stuff, but it has a nice big 6.3 inch screen, um, and a swappable battery, which is pretty cool. So we'll have to see what the Galaxy X-Cover Pro comes out to be when they release that.
0: Four Ring employees have been fired for spying on customers. So you're probably familiar with the Ring um, doorbell system. But they Ring, the company came out and said that four of their employees were fired for inappropriate access to customers' connected video feeds. This is according to ThreatPost.com. Um, so the smart doorbell company said that they fired them for inappropriately accessing this, um, this video footage. And this came, um, in a recent letter to senators from the Amazon owned company as it attempted to defend the privacy of its platform. And in the letter, they said their former employees were authorized to view video data, but their attempted access to the data exceeded what was necessary for their job functions. Now I'm not super surprised by this. Um, in the law enforcement community, there's been a lot of, a uh, lot of, a lot of heat on, on, what your da- what data can be accessed and for what reason. So um, Ring said that the employees have while employees have access to live feeds only when the customers grant them permission. Um, it's supposed to be only for troubleshooting.
1: All right, so the new year brings new resolutions, oftentimes looking at fitness and health and getting things back on track. Two of the biggest names in that sector aside from the Apple Watch are Fitbit and Garmin and it's not a great new year for them so far because it has been announced that the US International Trade Commission has agreed to investigate Fitbit, Garmin, distributor Ingram Micro and two Chinese manufacturers Inventech and Maintech over a patent violation claim from a company called Philips. Uh, allegedly Fitbit and Garmin devices are infringing on the technology including things like track activity tracking, alarm reporting and motion sensing. I mean, isn't that what a Fitbit and Garmin device do? But anyways, um, Philips is saying that they've been working on this for three years trying to get it hammered out and have not come up to an agreement. So let's see what happens in the courts.
0: Speaking of things that have been being worked on for years, Pearl Jam just announced a new album, Gigaton. Or Gigaton? Gigaton? Spring tour. See, there's going to be some live dates for the spring tour coming out. But after an eight-year lull... Pearl Jam will release their much-anticipated 11th studio album on Monkey Wrench Records slash Republic Records, this is according to Billboard.com, on March 27th in the U.S. Internationally, the album is going to be released and distributed by Universal Music, so it's been produced by Josh Evans, and the band Gigaton marks the band's first studio album since 2013's Lightning Bolt, which took a Grammy for Best Recording Package. And it is available now at pearljam.com. Their first single, Dance of the Clairvoyance, will be released in the coming weeks. And Mike McCready said, making this record was a long journey. It was an emotionally dark and confusing at times.
1: It was so dark! But
0: also an exciting and experimental roadmap to musical redemption. Ooh, let's check it out.
1: All right, it is Oscar season. And as such... Everyone is butthurt because their favorite movies did not get the nod. However, one film that we've talked about a little bit here, The Joker, is leading all other films with 11 Oscar nominations this year. We've got Best Actor, Best Picture, Best Original Music Score, Best Director, Best Adapted Screenplay, Cinematography, Sound Mixing, Costume Design, Sound Editing, Film Editing, and Makeup and Hairstyling. So, they're set up big. Now, they've got some big competition, but... I mean, the Joker. There's, they're leading the way. It's, it's a, a landslide. They've got the most nominations. It's kind of mind blowing, and people are very, very upset about this because of a number of other films out there, like The Irishman and uh, a few others that you know you'll probably remember from this year. So, let's see what happens if Joker can clean up at the Oscars.
0: And that's no joke, folks.
1: <laughs>
0: By the way, um, the drummer is Matt Cameron.
1: Oh, Cameron. Okay.
0: Yep. He has okay. been. He's played in Skinyard, Hater, Temple of the Dog, Well Water Conspiracy, yep. Harry Boom, Cage, Ten Commandos. So he's the drummer for Pearl Jam and Soundgarden.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Soundgarden. That's where I remembered him from.
0: In my eyes,
1: he's the spoon indisposed. man. Oh, okay. Cool. Remember that song?
0: Spoon man.
1: Yeah. The crazy drum solo. That's literally like this cool beat. Nice. But it's also like the spoons jangling, you know, however <laughs> they do that, clicking them together the whole time. is pretty crazy. Clicking That's exactly. off that same album with Black Hole Soul. Well,
0: maybe we should do some Digital Soup recommendations. Digital Soup recommendations. All right. Since Jason's out, um, it's just the two of us. Dave, why don't you go first with your recommendation today?
1: All right. You got a few hours?
0: Uh, if I can, if I can hear your recommendation over the course of a week, like I did with your recommendation,
1: <laughs> <laughs> what I'm recommending now, I, as I mentioned, I was, uh, you can hear, I've still got a cold and I was out sick a couple days last week from work. This thing knocked me on my butt, but one of the things I did do is I figured, you know what, I'm laying here on the couch anyways, falling asleep in and out of, you know, dealing with a fever and everything else. I'm going to sit down and watch the Irishman. It's three hours or well, three and a half hours long, basically
0: <laughs> a three hour tour.
1: <laughs> right. And then I was dumb. Well, not dumb. It was interesting, but I watched also the 25 minute documentary that popped up after where it had Scorsese, Pacino, De Niro, and Joe Pesci all talking about the film. So I watched also about oh. four hours <laughs> straight of this. And, um, for those that don't know the Irishman on Netflix, Martin Scorsese's latest film, like I said, it stars uh, Robert De Niro as a character named, what was his name? Frank Sheehan? Something like that? Uh, I don't remember. I forget. Joe Pesci plays Russell something with a B, I can't remember. Um, And then um, Al Pacino stars as Jimmy Hoffa. And this tells the story of... Kind of the Teamsters Union and the whole movement with Jimmy Hoffa and his disappearance and everything else ties heavily mm-hmm. into the mob. It is classic Scorsese storytelling. This thing, you know, very well paced for a three and a half hour long movie. It definitely felt long, but it also yeah. was, you know, it was one of those things where the story. It, there was never any moments that really, really dragged for me. It just felt long because it was long, and but I, I, I thought it was just one of those classic mobster kind of movies really good performances i know the cgi de-aging stuff really bothered a lot of people at first for me you know when you first saw it it was kind of (laughs) like i don't know about this it's kind of weird looking i went with
0: it yeah
1: but it didn't take long to kind of just forget about it and be like all right cool we're in with these characters the only you know the only thing for me that was tough is that as much as they tried not to, they de-aged them, they looked younger, but a lot of times these guys were still moving like they were 70-year-old men, you know, because they they can't (laughs) change the way they move. But, you know, overall, I love the story. I love the way everything unfolded. There's some twists in there and it's just, it's beautifully shot, like the color grading and just from the technical standpoint of things, mm-hmm. it's it's a master class of just beautiful framing and composition and, and just visual, just a, just a stunner. So I'm recommending The Irishman, but you're going to need nice. about three and a half hours to watch it.
0: Yep. <laughs> like I was mentioning, when I watched that, it was over the course of many, many days of like,
1: all right, I can do
0: a half hour here. I, you could sit down and do the whole thing if you had the time, but... Um, that, right. that helped it make it feel like a really long movie because just cause I didn't have the enough right. free time to watch the whole thing in one setting, but it was a long movie.
1: Yeah. Did you have anything about it that jumped out for you? I mean, I suppose keeping it fairly spoiler free for anyone listening.
0: Um, not really. I kind of agree with you. It's classic Scorsese with, with the main players, um, you know, it's, it's that gangster movie, a pretty interesting take on, on Hoffa. I didn't know, I actually felt like I was learning a lot about, right. about that whole, that whole union thing that, that they were doing. So. Well, it was, it, it was interesting.
1: Good. It was interesting to me to see Pesci in a role that that's, that wasn't his usual role. Yeah, he had I mean, a he
0: had a big position of authority in this. Right. He's usually very respect. much the
1: yeah. yeah, the lackey, the wisecracking, you know.
0: <laughs> From lethal weapon.
1: <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, even <laughs> when you think about some of his other films, you know what they do with more, the cell phone. Yeah. But you know, his other more serious mob films, he's always the loudmouth, you yep. know, kinda kind of side character. In this one, he was mm-hmm. very much like the guy.
0: Yep. And keep in mind two weeks prior I had watched him as one of the Biggest uh, crooks in history in Home Alone,
1: the wet, <laughs> the wet Bandits. Yeah, what were they called in the second one though? They were, the Sticky Bandits.
0: <laughs> Something like that. Because
1: because he was putting tape on his hands <laughs> and <laughs> yeah, grabbing change in Salvation Army jars. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it it Love? was good. I mean, the 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 I don't know how to explain it like visually though, but. They did such a beautiful job of kind of capturing the the feel of the different decades they were going through because this thing takes place from the 50s all the way up through
0: mm-hmm.
1: basically modern day, essentially, you know, and it's it's really, well, like all mob stories, it's really kind of a, a, a story of family and betrayal, um, yep. you know, even down to the very end with the reason he won't spill the beans. It's all about family even though there's nobody left alive. So it's pretty crazy. I, I liked how they told the story too, kind of shifting almost like a uh, flashback, like he was narrating it to somebody.
0: Yeah. That was kind of yeah. cool,
1: I thought. And then it eventually it kind of catches up and then moves forward. It, it's pretty cool. I liked it.
0: True, true. Um, My recommendation today is a YouTube channel, and this is one of the most fascinating, like, you know sometimes I go on YouTube and you'll start diving into something and then all of a sudden an hour later you're like how did I get here <laughs> um, this guy's channel it's very it's actually very popular it's called the lock picking lawyer and this this guy is an actual lawyer this has not but law has nothing to do with his actual videos he picks locks and he demonstrates how easily it is to get into all these different locks, whether it's Brinks or Master Lock or any of the really expensive smart locks, this guy can crack almost anything and he shows how easy it is. And it's almost like an educational, hey manufacturers, please secure your product better. Because look at how easy it is for me to get into this this gun safe with a cut up piece of bottle plastic. You know? Oh really? Um and the nice thing is his videos are are super clear, very concise, right to the point, and almost and most of them are like two minutes. So That's it's really it? easy just to kind of go through him. He's very well-spoken. And, um, <laughs> well, the, the one that got me into it, there's a video where he, there's this bike lock, this really expensive bike, bike lock. I'm going to see if I can actually pull that up right now. Um, it was something that you could actually clip with, um, you know, a pair of snips basically. Right. And the, uh he was able to just cut right through it. So the manufacturer came out with a newer version and they're like, they showed the manufacturer showed a video with them, with their guys are like, we can't cut this lock. No one can cut it. and Cause they went after the lock picking lawyer on this. Cause they're like, No, right. oh, he's, he cut away and must've done something else with it. And so he's like, <laughs> well, in the first video, I cut it with one hand. This time it took two. Oh no. <laughs> and, <laughs> and the, the video, the, the company had such uh, their PR, like, Everyone is hitting their Twitter page like, what is this garbage? Blah, oh, blah, blah. Oh, man. Oh, man. It was just <laughs> just great. But it's super entertaining to watch. It's lock picking Lawyer. If you look it up, um, this guy just does an incredible job. And he's very, very skilled and and educates on, on how this stuff works. And part of the reason he does it, like, he'll show gun safes and locks that are supposed to keep your kids safe from, you know, from accessing a firearm. Right. And he'll show you, don't get this one because look what your kid Billy can do. You know, oh, wow. <laughs> it's just so easy to, to, we, we buy locks thinking that it's, you know, only a real mastermind can get into this thing, you know, whatever, and no people that know how to do this stuff can crack a lock in seconds Ugh. and they, they can do it without cutting it and yeah. your stuff can get stolen and then you never would know because they can put it all back.
1: Right. Just lock it back up and oh man, that's terrifying.
0: <laughs> it's called the auto lock. That's what it was. O T T O L-O-C-K. Oh. So yeah, he, he caused a stir when he posted a video showing him snipping it in two seconds. And so this is, they they sell this like, it's kind of like a band that they say can't be cut. Okay. And then um, they call it the hex band. It's got six layers of steel and Kevlar and all this stuff. And he's able to, he's able to cut it. And uh, so, yeah. <laughs>
1: wow. That hey. quick. Holy yeah. Crap. it's. crap.
0: It's pretty incredible stuff. I, I I highly recommend that you check it out. It's just purely entertaining. And it also gives you an, an eye-opening view of what, you know, how secure your locks really are. Even your so, house locks. I mean.
1: So I have to ask then, after you've been watching this, have you tried it on any locks you have at home to see if it really is as easy as he makes it look? I mean, obviously I you're own, not going to start <laughs> snipping and cutting locks at home.
0: But. No, but, but I I had to break into my office. And so oh Yeah. <laughs> But I ended up prying some trim off the door because I I accidentally locked my door and I don't have a key for it. And I'm like, oh, oh no! no. <laughs> so I had to break into my own office. But <laughs> I don't I don't know I don't understand I don't have any of the tools to do what he does.
1: And what what kind of tools you know. is he using most of the time? I mean, uh, is it stuff yeah, that there's that the a lot average... of lock
0: picks that are available out there that are like you know rakes and picks and right. um, you know, a bar for torquing it. So you put a okay, you put a, like a torque wrench. Not it's not a torque wrench, but it's like a. Something you can use to lever to put pressure on the lock, right? Know, to, so it's like you're trying to turn it the whole time as you pick it. Yep. You know, there, there's stuff like that. Yeah. That, so they, when
1: you when you get that spot, you don't have to like, okay, try this and then try and turn. You know. Yep. You you're just, just constantly
0: applying applying pressure.
1: Yep. And that'll so go, and as soon as you find the spot, it'll just pop open. Yep, yeah. My only experience with lock picking is in in video games, and they always break. So you got to collect about nine thousand of them. Because I, I mm-hmm. suck at video game lock picking, so I probably wouldn't be much better in real life, I'm guessing, but who knows? Yeah. <laughs> it would be
0: kind of, it, it's kind of fascinating. It makes me want to try it. You yeah. Know, just to
1: see if you can, see if you, you can know, do it. You know, I remember, well, this is back when I was in high school or junior high, probably even. Remember when Master Lock, we always had locks on our uh, lockers. Yep. At school. And the big thing was that Master Lock came out with these ones where it wasn't the, the standard combination lock anymore with the dial that turns. It was like a, a bar, and the numbers were all on the outside like plastic knobs you'd spin. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah. yeah those yep. were when those first kind of came out, and um, they made them in all these like neon colors and stuff, they were very cool. And I remember having those, and then I remember <laughs> like after a couple of years, it was just constantly like, don't get these kind of locks. They're so easy to, to smash yep. apart and break into and oh, do. Yeah. They're terrible.
0: But I think a lot of people use, you know, I, I've got a shed yeah, and I've got one of those on there because it's like, you know, it's a tin shed that somebody could just cut through if, if they're right. really, really, you know, um, there's nothing in it. Listeners, wink, wink. Yeah. Um, <laughs> don't come over to my house. My,
1: right. Um, but it's absolutely do not go to Adam's house in Ohio. Don't do it.
0: <laughs> exactly. No, but there's, it's like, um, people will put locks on stuff and then you don't realize that, you know, there's, you lock your door and if your hinges are exposed, people can pop your hinges out and just take your door off. I mean, there's, right. <laughs> there's a way to get around almost anything. Well, and I think it, it kind of depends on what you're securing. Cause a lot of times yeah. if it's like, you know, I don't care if somebody <laughs> takes my garden tools then I'm going to put you know, a cheap lock on there just to keep the, the kids from getting in there.
1: Right. And a lot of times that even is more of a, a deterrent for anyone who's maybe just looking quick, like, oh, is that, oh, I see yeah. a lock. Never mind. I'm going to walk by. Yep. The people that are maybe in that area, the, the truth is even like a garage or a house for that matter, no matter what kind of lock you have, if they really want to get in for some reason, they'll kick a door down. They'll break a window that, you know, yep, there are exactly. ways in. It's more just the deterrent for the people that are only kind of semi-curious yep. about it.
0: Right. You're trying to keep away casual snatch and grab kind of right. stuff or, Porch you know, kids or your kids' friends and stuff like that.
1: Oh, kids' you know. friends are the worst. Oh I don't allow yes. my kids to have any. <laughs> Get out of here, kids' <laughs> friends. Are you a friend of my kid? <laughs> Bam, punch him upside the head. Metath- no, I'm going
0: to have to use the force to, to keep him away.
1: Right. Well, so we were thinking about this. That's a great way to transition. We haven't lost our touch, Adam.
0: Nope. We can still
1: segue. We talked a little while back about um, Star Wars, but we kept it very spoiler-free. And we thought, Jason's not here. It's been, what, a month now almost? Not quite, but just about a month, I think, since Star Wars dropped. Yep. So we figured, let's, let's do some full spoiler fun talk on the rise of skywalker and then we'll get into some movie talk about the oscars as well okay so kick us off all get right us so into this again we're
0: we are going to be talking about star Wars: the rise of skywalker the star and we're going to have spoilers here so please if you haven't seen it yet skip this section i don't know how long it's going to be but keep hitting the timer and if you keep hearing us laughing or talking about star wars
1: hit it again <laughs> or better yet just Pause this right here and go yeah, watch the, the movie. movie and then yeah. come hit resume or That's just right. start over from the beginning because you know you loved everything we just talked about.
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right, so full- on spoiler review right. or spoiler discussion. I mean this isn't a review yeah, we didn't not a review. in this. We're just gonna talk about it um, right because you and I have both seen it. we know Jason won't see it so right well, he yeah, hasn't uh, seen
1: the last two even so yeah,
0: hashtag sad. Um, <laughs> the movie picks up with 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 a montage of kylo ren bouncing from location to location and if you don't know star wars lore this is confusing
1: well and they they set it up a little bit in the opening scrawl kylo ren has been on a rampage across the galaxy in his search for whatever it says yeah and it's like okay that's fine but what? the dead speak palpatine's back yeah what are what are these things you know, where is he at? What is he doing here? What's going on? It, it was it was weird to see it open with a montage, like you said.
0: Yep. It's almost like, okay, there's a huge point to this movie that we've got to get to. Bam, 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 bam. Kylo Ren's got to find the Sith Wayfinder, which will lead him to this special planet where right. Palpatine's at. So, How convenient is the like, Sith. <laughs> within two minutes, Kylo Ren strolls in, puts his lightsaber up against Palpatine. He's like, I'm going to kill
1: you. Right.
0: That I thought was actually pretty awesome.
1: Yeah. It's like, man, this, this kid no, doesn't give a crap. No, he doesn't. And But the thing is, did they ever, like, I, I know they kind of hint at it and insinuate some things. Did they ever actually say how he survived all these years? Is he just no, a clone but, of a clone of a clone? No, but he's connected to these,
0: he's like, I think they insinuate some stuff there because they have this like uh, this shot of... All the, these like Snoke's—they've been yeah, growing a, in a, a jar. jar of, a pickle jar <laughs> Pick, of <Snokes>. pickled jar of pickled Snoke, you know. And you can tell that he's like weathered and he's attached to this machine. Yep. And like um, so. Okay. So somehow he escaped the exploding Death Star in some way, and you know maybe maybe through cloning technology he keeps.
1: Well, I don't know. You remember in in one of the early oh which one was it? It was the one of the prequels, probably the last one where he tempts Anakin over. Um he talks about someone. Uh Palpatine does Darth, that. Darth Plagueis. Yeah, th- that he'd conquered death. Yep. That's and, that's
0: basically what they ran with.
1: And so they're kinda saying line. that he figured it out, you know. And, well he
0: he re- he said that to Anakin in in like the Star Wars like Star Wars three. And then in yep. this one he actually repeats the exact line. He's like Right. The dark side, blah blah blah. Some consider it unnatural. Yeah. But you know, the light flashes and he's blind
1: and it's like Yeah
0: <laughs> Okay, he's he's in a bad shape. Kylo yeah. Ren, Kylo Ren's like, I'm still gonna freaking kill you.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I don't need to kill you. You're already he's terrible like, looking. I'll give you the universe if you do <laughs> yeah. my bidding. Well, blah blah blah. And in that whole not not to skip all the way to the end here, but that whole chamber where he's at, it looks like a bunch of tombs, like, you know, sarcophaguses or whatever at first surrounding him like like the the big when he you know kind of takes over the uh the federation or whatever it's called not the federation that's the wrong
0: <laughs> star trek yeah. when he
1: he kills jean luc picard yeah no but when, <laughs> when the senate when he goes in there it's it's like these big stadium seats full of things and then it it almost is implied that those are all deceased sith lords sith lords can't talk you know, like yeah, he's going gonna... like, to. It was very weird. And... and it made me just wonder, like, well, where's Darth Maul? Where's, you yeah, know, we probably, know Vader's. Maybe he's out dead. in the crowd. Yeah.
0: It, it's interesting because it's, you know, it, it's it's pretty clear that in this movie, Palpatine's been honing and going darker than the yeah. dark side's ever seen, you know, with what he's doing. And he's got all the Sith and blah, blah, blah. Um, Gosh, this movie was long. And yeah. And that's like. The first two minutes that we just talked about. Well, yeah, and it's it's
1: tough because like you said, (laughs) as long as it is, it's just bouncing boom, 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 one thing to the next, to the next, to the next. So you, you kind of, nothing feels as important as it should. Yep, you're you know. just getting
0: rushed through it and and so I like the movie and a lot of a lot of the, lot of the mm-hmm. stuff it addresses but that that I really didn't like about how it the pacing of it was too fast right you know it's almost like here we're gonna show you all this stuff ben, 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 before it even sinks in you're watching like the next scene you know
1: what I mean well yeah and it's it's every scene is kind of set up as if it's gonna hold some major importance you know like oh or We're on this planet. Well, like this whole Wayfinder thing, right? How convenient Mm -hmm. of the Sith to just leave a GPS. Oh, and not one, but there's two of them. You know, And, and there's a pair. Okay, convenient. And so all of a sudden it jumps from that to their, you know... Searching and meeting Lando on some desert planet because that's where Luke was last found, and the whole team's back together. And now that now the the stormtroopers are here, and everyone's there, and now suddenly Ray can pull a, a ship out a spaceship out of the air as it's trying to take off. And I mean, it's like, whoa, whoa, what's going on here?
0: Can we talk about Lando for a second? Yeah. yeah.
1: Did it seem like
0: every scene where he's in a ship, he's just laughing like a psychotic, like <laughs> yeah. somebody's an old guy that's lost his marbles? Like people are shooting at him, he's like, <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> he's, just, yeah. he's just lost it. Yeah, like he's just loving life. Like I thought like, I'd miss this forever.
0: If <laughs> you see the the trailer for it, when they show him flying the Falcon and he's laughing, you know that's cool. But that's actually like every scene with yeah. Him. Every like, time
1: <laughs> you see him, he's telling him like. You know, you got to you gotta get off this planet. And they're like, no, you need to come with us. And he's like, hey, 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 hey kid, those days are done. My flying <laughs> days are done. It's like, okay, so what are you going to do? Stay here and die? Okay. And then he just pops up out of nowhere. <laughs> like four <laughs> scenes later, like, oh, yeah, he's back. Okay. <laughs> yep.
0: And this is after, um, like, Ray, Finn, Poe, Chewie, BB-8, and 3PO are all, like, on this planet where there just so happens to be some kind of color blasting party.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well, what's that big festival? They went to a rave. Yeah. Well, yeah, like and the, the color. That's where a they run in Orlando. Yeah, color a run. Color run 5K. 24K color run. <laughs> through a desert. Yep. But it certainly um, was not Tatooine. No,
0: and they they magically find they they fall through some quicksand stuff. But magically, they're they're okay. They're underneath the ground, yeah. and they find what they're they're finding. Some guy that was like hunting down was it Sith? What was that? What were they he trying was, to
1: find? He was a Sith Lord, I think. He was hunting Luke Skywalker. No, no, no. He was there before. Luke found was was hunting him. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. He had the other Luke, Wayfinder, or the clue to the Wayfinder.
0: Oh, that's what it was. So they and find it was that dagger. magic
1: knife, yeah.
0: The magical knife that killed Ray's parents. <laughs> yeah. Ray, of course, again, spoiler alerts, but the yeah. big one is who is Ray's parents. Uh, apparently she is Palpatine's grandchild. Right. And he didn't have a problem killing his own. Was it son or daughter?
1: Uh, that I don't know. I, I guess I, I'm not positive Her- which <laughs> one of it. Yeah. Either way.
0: Yeah, so. <laughs> apparently yeah. he didn't want his he didn't want his own kid. Somehow monster face palpatine got it on with somebody
1: <laughs> well and had a baby that's what i, w- I was wondering about that so early yeah. on when when Will you, you be s- be when we first <laughs> in episode three when my we first dear. meet him he's he's a regular like distinguished looking gentleman right yeah yeah and at the end of that movie is when when he gets all grizzled faced, you know from yep. the lightning or whatever yep at what point does he does he have a daughter?
0: Right, because I she's mean, clearly younger, way younger than Luke Skywalker. So it has to be after he's got
1: his monster face, right? And so, <laughs> so what is he like? <laughs> I, mean, so I, I think I'm just I thinking think he's of the Gollum voice. <laughs> I think precious. he's. A, I think Palpatine's a rapist. Well, you know, I don't want to take this too blue, but he's got those, you know, detailed control over that electricity power. Maybe there was some weird space woman lady, although they were humans. So I'm
0: guessing he used the force on somebody.
1: Yeah. (laughs) I am not ugly and hideous. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah.
0: I'm, I'm attractive
1: to you. (laughs) Yeah. He You've heard of Han me. Solo, yes? That is me. <laughs> <Aren't> I not dashing? <laughs> <laughs> he just—he just sounds like me right now, talking with this cold. Yeah, exactly. So
0: <laughs> gross, but somehow, so Palpatine has a daughter or something like yeah. that. Who apparently he didn't want to pass his power to her. No, he nope. Let's, no, he wants let's it all. her take the yeah. grandkid.
1: Yeah, straight up murder.
0: But but anyway, so her parents hit her on Jakku. Yeah uh general huck suddenly
1: is like i'm the spy yeah and i'm dead <laughs> <laughs> that was kind of a weird like
0: it was like wait a second this guy who was like so into the first order but at this point i mean his character he, he only he he hates kylo ren so bad that he, now he the only thing he wants to do is see him lose
1: <laughs> yeah he wants uh, to crush so awesome. everyone in the first two films Oh, I mean, of this trilogy. And now suddenly he's like, I got tired of him. I want him gone. Exactly. Yeah. That, I didn't, that seemed a little bit, I don't know. The big thing, you and I talked about this before, this movie has a ton of fan service and that's not a bad thing, Yep. but there are some things like we were talking about where it's just like, they wasted so much time like undoing, blatantly crapping on what, what happened in the previous movie just to say, we didn't like that. We're going to fix it now. And it's like, yep. you know what? You could have just left it and focused on this story.
0: Ray loses it, throws her lightsaber into a fire. All of a sudden
1: Luke's ghost pops out. He's like, ah, this is <laughs> yeah. important. Yeah. He can't <laughs> throw that away and he catches it. I, I didn't, you but know, he, this is a new wrinkle. A force ghost can now interact with the world.
0: Well, Yoda did it in the last one because he he summoned lightning. So
1: that's right, that's right. Um,
0: but yeah, it's like
1: the, <laughs> he's like you know, A Jedi treats these tools with more respect.
0: I was being crotchety in the last film.
1: Yeah, do as I say, <laughs> um, not as I do.
0: I know I'm bouncing around here, but uh, I do want to talk about how when Ray thought th- this scene, I really thought was cool, and maybe everyone in the world will disagree with me, but um, Ray thought Chewie Chewie was getting taken. Yeah, on the, the first. Order ship and she just reaches out And she uses the force and just grabs this ship And stops it right because Her force powers I mean as you see at the beginning of the Movie apparently she's the ultimate Force master which I Don't really have a problem with <laughs> she's got Special force juju She's been trained by Luke Skywalker and She's just a natural some people are Savants that's <laughs> just the way it force is master. <laughs> Ultimate force master <laughs> said,
1: uh, why, why don't they change it from Star Wars to Ultimate force master 3000 <laughs> lies <laughs> of and, the ultimate force master I
0: am the ultimate force master
1: but Who anyway she parents, reaches out she, she grabs the, the ultimate ship force master anyways <laughs> exactly. sorry grabs her and ship. Kylo
0: Ren start having a tug of war with this ship right and she gets so into using her force powers that suddenly she just launches lightning and the ship
1: explodes yeah
0: and I really liked I mean she just she's like chewy I just like that scene because you could, I, I thought she did a really good job in acting in it. Cause it well, was like, you could it, tell she was just devastated that she yeah. actually just killed Chewie.
1: And they let that sit for a little bit. Like they didn't let you know yep. right away that, oh wait, there's another ship. You yep. know, they, they let it sit and then we see it cuts to the, the, the main star ship and says, well, we've got this though, you know? And, and then you find out like, oh crap, he's still alive. And I, I, I remember I was kind of feeling like, oh man. That's how Chewie's gonna go out, you know. <laughs> Han and Leia get, you know, well, Leia didn't get hers at that point, but she goes out and in her way. Luke goes out in the last film, although he's back in this one. And it's like it, Chewie just gets blown up off camera. I mean, come on! First he doesn't get a medal, and now he's killed off camera. Let's <laughs> let's treat this yep. guy a little better.
0: <laughs> come on, it's Chewie. Yeah. So, um, with the help of, with the non-help of C-3PO, because apparently he can't translate. Yeah, because it
1: violates protocols, (laughs) Uh, of all things.
0: I can't translate it. Well, then, I do do like how he's like, wait a second, I have another idea. And then they pull the pin on him. (laughs)
1: Yeah, right right at the last second. I don't know who
0: I was watching, some review of it, and they're like... Wait, couldn't they just have him fly the ship? He doesn't have to say anything. Right. (laughs) Just have him take, and that's maybe what he was remembering right at that moment. It's like,
1: (laughs) wait a second,
0: I don't need to lose my memory.
1: Well, maybe in the JJ cut, we'll find out what he was supposed to, uh, what he was trying to say, because we find out, you know, Finn has been trying to tell Ray something this whole time as well and he just never has time to do it yeah. it's not the right time
0: well we found out through twitter what he was trying to say
1: yeah he was trying to tell her he's he's got the force power he, he's not a ultimate force master 3000 no more but like a 1000 yeah he's kind of like a uh you know ultimate force force sensitive yeah and i guess he's her. been
0: put, he's been kind of complaining like how come Finn and ray haven't weren't the romantic yeah which i don't disagree with
1: no, and it makes sense because they, they hooked up. Well, not hooked up, but they <laughs> yeah, they, they were the two characters that kind of found each other to start, and then they began their journey. Polk comes exactly. in a little bit later. Well, no, he was yep. there at the And this isn't going
0: to be a situation far. where they accidentally find out their brother and sister.
1: Right. Well, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's yeah. pretty obvious. Right. <laughs> yeah, unless, you know, maybe her mom or dad was a Twi'lek or something.
0: Yeah, who knows? Palpatine Twi'lek. So, um, anywho, they they introduced new characters in this movie, which they did not need to. Yeah. We yeah. don't need Zoe Bliss or whatever, Zori Bliss, the friend of Poe's.
1: Yeah, and to me, that felt like we need someone to fill that Boba Fett role because, you yeah. know, the Mandalorian was coming or it was already out, you know, and yeah. that, that was that kind of a character, a little bit of a backstory for Poe, but ultimately... They introduced her, but they again because the story was so rushed, they didn't develop her.
0: There was no this movie was already long; they're already crushing everything, and then they added new characters, Right. Zori Bliss, and then the 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 people with all the horses on that one planet. The back that <laughs> yeah. was
1: well, they're they all cut refugee, all that. out. yeah, refugee stormtroopers, just like I mean, Finn. Th-
0: the only thing they did with that, I mean, they they kind of helped with Finn's story a little bit. that like he right. just they just sensed, you know, maybe this is new people that. Maybe, that maybe people are starting to just become generally more in tune with the Force or something like that, but
1: right. either way, this well, was, and it didn't they could sound have done like, without it. It didn't sound like all of those people were Force sensitive like him. It sounded like they all just felt like what the the new First Order, whatever it's called, what they were doing was wrong.
0: I think it was when they were killing people, like if, if you right. remember the first Force Awakens, right? which I really liked. Um, that was, you know, that scene where he's supposed to kill people it's like yeah he got this sense apparently it was from the force that he should be doing what he's doing
1: that's true i mean and you look at this this entire trilogy though has been full of that Introduce new characters that ultimately go nowhere i mean we had what's her name as the silver stormtrooper um
0: oh yeah can't think of that character totally underused that character but
1: yeah it it went nowhere just got killed off you know like nothing happened arguably finn and poe went nowhere they became side candy, you know, because it was all about Ray and Kylo and I get that, but I mean, it's, it seems like. Poe is one of the
0: best characters. Kylo Ren, I mean, um, Adam Driver, phenomenal job in this movie. Right. Um, but yeah, it's, what do you do when you've got, you know, a billion fans all screaming at you in different directions? You know, I'm sure they had to pick something and you get fan service, you get a rushed story. Um, But again, I still enjoyed the movie. Yeah,
1: I I, I, I left feeling it was fun, and I haven't seen it since. I wanted to try and see it again, but haven't gotten to do it yet. Um, Ultimately, I feel like another watch is going to make me feel a little bit more annoyed at some of these little things. But ultimately, it was a fun conclusion to that final trilogy. Yep. That being Uh, said, um, it felt like they just needed to put the final trilogy out and put all of that to bed. So yeah. that now they don't have to do any of that anymore.
0: Yep. Stick to uh, the Mandalorian is really promising, right? Um, so in the Mandalorian, you get to see Baby Yoda. Spoiler alert from Mandalorian: the Baby child. Yoda uses uses the Force to heal. Yeah. Our, our character Mando, the short for the Mandalorian, and you get to see Ray use the same power on some kind of weird. Uh, one of the creatures well, from Tremors makes an yep. appearance.
1: Yeah, and Kylo uses it and and then
0: on Kylo Ren exactly so so there's a good battle between Ray and Kylo very Mm -hmm. by the way the choreography and everything fight scenes are great that fight
1: scene we we didn't we should mention that where this whole time Ray and Kylo have this thing going where it's built between every movie where they can see and and speak to each other and now we find out they can interact with each other's environments to a degree and they're in the middle of this battle Ray is separate she's facing down Palpatine and um Kylo is battling his way in. Well at that point he's been um solo again. But he's battling his way in and his Knights of Ren surround him and he's got no weapons or anything else and he's doing his best. And they are able to Ray is able to pass, you know, her lightsaber from behind her back and give it to him, and now he's got a weapon in battle and yep. just cleans house. It was such a brilliantly yep. done fight scene.
0: Forced teleport, and the so he he opens he opens his lightsaber, and then he does this little shrug, which has become kind of a meme. People are doing <laughs> yeah, the, yeah. Uh, the Kylo Ren shrug. Um, but before that, yeah, at the end of the battle, where they're kind of out in the water, and she runs him through with her lightsaber. Yeah, and that's right when you know, um, Carrie F- with uh, when Princess Leia dies. Right, you know, and sensing her death, you know Ray heals Kylo, and this is what he it, it he it healed him spiritually as well, and of course uh uh Harrison Ford got paid again, yeah, <laughs> and he shows up
1: just he, randomly shows up as a memory, not a yep. force ghost, no just, just a as memory. a memory,
0: but Ben solo you know repeats what he did, and he plays back in his own mind what he did to his dad, and he changes he switches his decision, yeah. Which, so he's, he's back to, uh, to basically being a
1: Jedi, but. (laughs) If only life were that easy.
0: (laughs) Yep. So Ray, you know, goes to Exegol and she confronts Palpatine. Huge space battle. Every ship from the entire Star Wars toy collection, starting from 1977, shows up on the screen.
1: (laughs) I think I saw the Ninja Turtles van flying in there. You know, there's gotta be Easter eggs in there somewhere. Oh, somewhere. Pelpatine you know, senses- it, oh, go ahead. It, it, that scene very much reminded me that they were just blatantly trying to imitate what Marvel did with with the portal scene. You know, Cap on your left, and all the oh, yeah. heroes come pouring through. Yep. It's the same thing. The only difference is we we know who those heroes are, and we actually know what they've been doing, and we care about those <sighs> heroes. This one, you've got a you know entire planet sky just filled up with these people flying all kinds of ships and it's like, who are these people? I don't know. Who cares? Blow them up. Let them fight. I don't know. As long <laughs> as there's people here, I didn't care one bit about those ships.
0: True. Well, and that's not the only thing. I mean, and we'll get to this, this point and maybe we talked about it before you and I separately, but like right. not on the show, but, um, though there's a lot of movie ripoffs in this one, <laughs> yeah, a lot. So Ray finds that knife and she's trying to find that, you know, locate the. The wayfinder for the Sith thing. Where right, she has to hold right. it up and look at the shape of the rocks. I mean it's straight out of the Goonies. Yeah. <laughs> here's you know, they hold up the medallion and oh, here's the rocks in the lighthouse. Right. You know, the same thing. And then with all these ships, it's the it's it did feel totally like the Avengers. If someone had said on your right. left, I wouldn't have been surprised. Yeah. Um and then when she finally fights Palpatine, you know, there the, JJ Abrams also threw in a lot of like Star Wars lore, you know, like there's this dyad of these two jedi that blah 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 and he actually like steals life force from them you know and it's it's very harry potterish and if you've never seen that i mean you've got people pulling souls out of each other and stuff like that you know their force spirit or whatever it is life force so palpatine like rejuices himself off of these two throws throws kylo ren down in a hole. And then him and Ray, you know, it's all, it's Sith versus all the Jedi. And it's, I, I kind of like this, the this scene where she's looking up and she's like, from the beginning of the movie, she had been trying to connect with all the Jedi. She's like, be with me, be with me. And right. her vision goes beyond the planet out into the stars. And you hear the voices of all these Jedi. And they actually mm-hmm. got, um, you know, um, Hayden Christensen and all yep. these other, all these other people to, and, you know, Uh, Samuel Jackson, Mm -hmm. they all came in and did a voice for it. They they used the voice from- not only that,
1: supposedly in that JJ cut that everyone wants, they filmed it where it was all of those Jedi surrounding her, like force ghosts. Really? There was going to be the visual element too, where they were all surrounding (laughs) her and helping her, feeding her and, and supporting her. And they that's cut it. That's even
0: more Harry Potter than that, than the than the
1: voices. <laughs> right. I that. wonder if that's why they cut it, because they're like, oh, this is a little too Harry Potter. <laughs> well, have
0: I know you haven't seen that movie. Right. The the very last Harry Potter movie, but he has to go face Voldemort. Yep. And so he, he bring basically the ghosts of all his <laughs> everyone Voldemort's killed are with him, including his parents and stuff, you know. Oh boy. And like everything's gonna be fine. And then the last fight with, you know, I, I really enjoyed it. Ray versus Palpatine. And yep. she's got so much force power again, ultra force master 3000, right? And she basically melts his face and he explodes into nothing. This is, <laughs> yeah. this is totally the well, Harry he, Potter ending. He melts
1: his own face. Cause yeah. she just, she can't kill him. Remember? Cause if she kills him, then she, because of some ritual he's doing is going to get all the Sith power into uh, her. It, that's why he wants her to strike him down. Because that completes the rid, That's the whole thing. There is he's he's telling her, "Strike me down and take your power. We'll all live inside of you." And his idea, he's just going to take over. He'll still be in charge of everything. Well, he's. I'm not kill sure. Her.
0: Is that really the case, though? Because I mean,
1: well, that's that's what if, he if was. If she saying. struck him
0: down with that in her mind, you know, then she would turn to the dark side. But she yeah. was channeling all the the power the, the power of the Jedi there. But and she can, was
1: defending herself.
0: She was, but you can see like her last push when she really gives it to him. She she exerts right. her own like force energy, so right, um, De- just deflects his. <laughs> but yeah, you back have a good point him. here. If you remember episode three, yeah, Mace Windu is using his lightsaber to you know push back on the on the force lightning into Palp- Palpatine melts his own face a little bit. He turns an yep. old man, Palpy, <laughs> and then in this one, it's like he doesn't know how to shut it off. Right, it's like, it's I'm like keep just trying just, my best. Yeah. What if I overcome now? Nope, my face burns. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I too suck much, at
1: this. Too much, too much. <laughs> ow, 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 ow! Fuck. Anyway, <laughs> oh, too late. Oh shoot! It happened again. <laughs> Oops, I did it. Again. <laughs> okay, now just imagine that <laughs> Emperor Palpatine. <laughs> reenacting and singing in his voice the entire <laughs> Britney Spears catalog. <laughs> <laughs> oh, baby, baby. Oh, baby, so, baby.
0: Anyway, they stupidly suddenly... And I don't think Chewie didn't deserve an award, but come on. Now that's fan service. Yeah, I thought he, that he was a, a little He didn't get a medal in, in the original 77 movie, so all of a sudden Maz, whatever her name is, Comes up and she's like, Here you go, Chewie.
1: Yeah, where did Mod you get?
0: Where's the ceremony? That's that's like, well, yeah, they're 40 in the middle of some late.
1: jungle and no one else is even watching. And she just hands it <laughs> to him, like, Hey,
0: I forged this myself.
1: Yeah, <laughs> <'Cause> <laughs> I know like, you like them. What would have been better is if it wasn't a fancy metal, but it was like some craft that your four year old kid made in preschool. <laughs>
0: You could make a cut of that, because all they did yeah. was show like her handing him the metal. You could just put like a a lid from a Jello,
1: yeah, like well, like a yeah, like a soup can <laughs> lid. Remember when you were kids, you'd make ornaments and you'd you'd take like a, a oh, can yeah. of soup and you'd take the lid off and then they'd they'd put tape around it so you didn't cut yourself and like, then you'd use a hammer and a uh, nail
0: uh, never and pound a yeah.
1: design into it. Huh. Never never did that. A fun nope. little craft, and then, yeah, that way you, you we'd, we'd, like, you know, hammer in a, a design of, like, a Christmas tree or something and give it to your parents, and it would have been just, like, glue with googly eyes or something, and then Chewy would have been spelt wrong, like, C-H-U-Y or something. <laughs> chewy. Good job, <laughs> and it'd be, like...
0: You, you know, did it, girl. Yeah,
1: spelled all, all <laughs> like a four-year-old. Like a crayon. Yeah, <laughs> with weird random capital letters and stuff, yeah.
0: Yeah. And no, and then you, you turn and look and hear Lando's made it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> he's still just laughing. <laughs> <laughs> he's just, he's,
0: he's, Lando's walk The, <laughs> the director's got Lando's walking off in the woods by himself laughing.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Sitting on the crapper <laughs> thinking he's flying a ship. <laughs> <laughs>
0: so... Um, by the way, so Ray dies, you know, when she basically, she played a good dead body for a minute, you know, where after she kills Palpatine, she's, she's used it all. Kylo Ren comes up and uses his, he's somehow magically learned to transfer life force back in and he heals her
1: (laughs) and then he dies. Right. I was was
0: half expecting her to be like, well, well, no, I'll give you some back. But. Right.
1: Like you're, you're going to have to recover for a few weeks. Like I'll bring you back to life. But you're still injured. Like a chocolate <laughs> you know? bar. Yeah. You know, I, I but uh,
0: it, it, it ends with Ray going back to Luke's childhood home. And, right. Um, somebody comes by and is like, Who are you? I'm Ray. And then she sees the force ghosts of both Luke and Leia. And she's like, Ray, who? And then she, she decides she doesn't want to be a Palpatine. She's going to take the name Skywalker. I thought it was fitting. Yeah. I like but, that ending.
1: But what I don't understand is like, this is the end of the Skywalker saga. I still will not understand why title this The Rise of Skywalker when this is the end of the Skywalker saga. I mean, well, I know she, it's the it rise it ended of with her, her becoming taking, a Skywalker. Yeah, her becoming a Skywalker. But that, that implies like the further adventures of Ray Skywalker are coming. And I don't think there would be.
0: No, but she did make a new lightsaber at the end. So you know it's not
1: over for the Jedi. Right. And it was cool looking orange, wasn't it? Or yellow or something? It was like yellow. Yeah.
0: I I do like uh, what Jason posted on Twitter, which was like, who are you, Ray? Ray, who? And then there's a picture of the rock who's like, it
1: doesn't matter what your name (laughs) is. That was brilliant. <laughs> I loved it. It it was, you know, that that's kind of probably been my my whole issue with this whole last trilogy. The Rock? To, no, not The Rock, but just the the fact that it all really led nowhere. You, you know, I mean, they by by all accounts, they're planning on the movies are going to rest for a little bit. They're going to focus on The Mandalorian and the Obi-Wan series is is in production, I guess. They're working on that. Um, you know, some of that stuff, these, these more series-based shows. And when they come back, the next, uh, rumored right now, the next Star Wars films are going to be set, I can't remember when, if it's, you know, a thousand years in the past with the High Jedi Council, or Council, I should say, that that era. Um, so mm-hmm. way, you know, way, way, way removed from anything. Now, it's not going to have anything to do with, with what we've seen so far. And it's like, that's fine, but why invest all of that? This whole last trilogy just felt like when it, you know, it was fun. It was enjoyable. But when it's all said and done, it didn't really do much. You know, we we had Kylo bouncing back and forth between good and evil the whole time. You know, it wasn't really Vader because Vader was just bad until Luke kills him, basically. And then he redeems himself at the end or whatever with the Emperor, but... It's like, it just, yeah. it didn't, it just lacked something for me.
0: <laughs> I think you're making a good point here because at the end of the original trilogy,
1: yeah, it culminated in, you've
0: had this, this evil force with Darth Vader and Palpatine. They've been oppressing mm-hmm. the galaxy. Right. And it ended with, you know, uh, Palpatine getting thrown down a tube and dying and Vader, you know turning back to the light side and and now there's nothing but hope left with Luke and Leia light side Jedi and there's hope left and boom it was a great ending for you know the story right and with this one you've got Palpatine (laughs) and the First Order back re-oppressing everybody yeah it's, it's basically a retelling of the original story yeah except you just got new characters right and the old ones couldn't just they couldn't hold down the fort dang it
1: well, and and not only that, but the bad guy, arguably in this one, being Kylo as as your Vader character, he's just kind of throwing tantrums the whole trilogy. As great as his acting is, when you think about his behavior, he's one minute you know working with someone, then he's gonna you know defy him and kill everyone, yeah. and then he's he, he's in love with yeah. Ray and he's me know, playing PUBG. Yeah, it's it's all over the place, and I mean,
0: (laughs) destroy everything.
1: Yeah, well, and this is something you and I, I I talked, we talked about offline right after we saw this, and there's a line in this movie, and it's always kind of been explained that with the Jedi and the Sith, there's always there's an equal balance, a, a push and a pull, a yin and a yang. You know, there's two sides to the force. Luke was arguably one of the Jedi that was what you might call a gray Jedi, kind of a little bit on both sides, you know. But but ultimately good. Um, in this movie, Ray apparently, well, and even at the end of the original trilogy, but Ray apparently eliminates the dark side. Like there's no one left. So, it got to it, be someone. It, isn't isn't that going to be out of balance? Even though the good side is what's in control, isn't that still out of balance? Well, like
0: The galaxy's pretty
1: big. Yeah. Baby is mean, so still out there.
0: If you remember the end of Rise of Skywalker, there, yeah. and I, th- I think we mentioned this before, but I don't think we mentioned it on the podcast. At the end of that, you've got that kid who's like sweeping the yeah, animal stalls yeah. where... Where they save the stupid animals. Oh, so stupid. Um, but he uses the force to pull the broom towards him, and you know, right. looks up at the stars, and the light reflects off of his broom like a lightsaber. Right there's there's people, and including like, um, you know, Finn who are force sensitive. There's still lots of force users around, so there there could very well be some some dark ones still out there. Yeah. Or maybe she's, maybe she's half dark, half light.
1: Well, hey, maybe Finn will turn dark side because he's A little he's bit of shun- the white meat, a little bit of the dark meat, like a chicken. Yeah, may, maybe Finn will turn to the dark side because he keeps getting shunned by Ray and finds out that she, <laughs> instead he's of choosing it. him as a love interest, she made out with the guy that's been trying to kill her for the last two movies. Yeah.
0: Well, he's out of the picture now.
1: Well, that's true. Although, or if, if
0: Ray ever like married and stuff, I bet you Kylo Ren's Force ghost would show up at weird times.
1: <laughs> Speak he, now or doing? forever hold your peace. <laughs> I object. You're, you're a Force ghost. I don't care. I'm still here.
0: <laughs> I'm Adam Driver.
1: <laughs> yeah, it, it's uh, it just there's a lot but, of. Like you said, yeah. a lot of problems with it, a lot of kind of weird questions. The more I think about yep. it, the more I'm like, I don't know about that so much. Yep. But at the same time, I did enjoy it. You know, it's. Yeah, yeah, I'm with you. If you take you. it as just pure entertainment, absolutely fun. Now, we were going to talk about The Joker and some of these other Oscar nominees and all that stuff. Let's just skip that because I still want to. You mentioned briefly here before we wrap up. You started talking about the Mandalorian, and then we got into Rise of Skywalker oh, yeah. again. Walk us through. We both watched this. What, what's your thoughts?
0: Mandalorian, I think was fantastic. It yeah. started off a little bit slow because you're not yeah. sure where the story's going, but basically, and again, this is all spoiler filled. With Mandalorian, at the very end of the series, yep, or of this of the season is to me when it's actually picking up. Like mm-hmm. now, he's got this signet, he's got this family, he's got a mission. And he's protecting Baby Yoda because he was in the same situation that he was in as a kid. Right. The stories are are much, it's nice, reasonable, slow paces, you know, good sets, good like one-off shows. Mm -hmm. Every single one of the episodes had an awesome action scene. It's still in Star Wars Galaxy, but it's not forcing a lot of fan service from, you know.
1: Right. Like...
0: Remember this? Remember that?
1: Well, yeah, it's not pulling in like cameos. We're not getting Lando laughing off in a corner. <laughs> Maybe he is, but this, <laughs> had, I mean, yet. you get
0: Carl Weathers who did a phenomenal job, I right? Right. And I, you know, because remember, Jason confused those two.
1: <laughs> didn't Lando fight Rocky? Anyway, <laughs> and what was weird is he was referring the, to Ivan Drago.
0: There were some good characters in here that I have spoken. Nick Nolte's character, fantastic. Yeah,
1: this is the and way. John
0: Favreau is doing just a killer job.
1: Yeah, at, you know, it, with the, it was the a,
0: way that character got
1: off where you yeah. didn't expect him to. Right. It's like oh well, and that's the thing. Yeah, the the way for for a first season, what was it? I forget how many episodes—twelve, something like that. Eight,
0: yeah, something like
1: that. Um, they they introduced you to some characters that you thought very Game of Thrones style that you thought were going to stick around for a while, and they yep. weren't afraid to kill them off. You know, to yep. to further this story, you saw a lot of cameos from people who. You know, a lot of people get real excited about this. Like, oh, so-and-so is now official Star Wars canon while well, they were in one episode of The Mandalorian and got killed. You know, like um, the the one bounty hunter, the one episode where they, they capture her out in the desert,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and the woman that plays her is from Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Ming-Na Wen is her, her okay. real name. She's one of the main characters in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., and super, super good actress and you know, like she plays this fighting um, like, you know, incredible fighter in in Agents of Shield. Everyone was so thrilled that she got to be in this one. It's like, well, what did she do? Yeah, it's cool. But I mean, how excited can you get that she was there? and uh talk <laughs> pretty for a excited few to minutes. be involved
0: with star wars at any capacity
1: yeah that's true i mean kevin smith was in the rise of skywalker he he played like a homeless person on that weird planet did? With, yeah with what's her name when the stormtroopers were all running in that snowy planet What, uh where they reset c-3po
0: oh he okay. he
1: had just a blink and you miss it cameo but you wouldn't hmm. wouldn't know him he was covered in a hood and everything you know but he was there Sure. So, I mean, it's like, it's cool, but, you know, I'm not, I'm not looking at it going like, oh, we're going to now reference, you know, this character in the main story in the films. It's like, no, nah, these are just, you know, <laughs> because John Favreau is wanting to help out his buddies and there's nothing wrong with that, but they also right. don't take, those cameos aren't really taking away from the story. Right. You know, and that that's, what's been interesting for me. Cause I remember when I first started watching it, I was telling me like, I don't know, man, this is okay at best. Wasn't really into it. And by the last two, three episodes, I thought, okay, now we're getting somewhere.
0: There's <laughs> something
1: gained. yeah, something going, something good here. I'm I'm curious to see what's what's gonna happen next. Cause most of the episodes up until the last like three, maybe four a- at best, you know. I, I up until that point it was like, All right, I'll watch the next one because I just want to see what everyone's talking about. And it was okay for me. It wasn't great. It wasn't bad. I didn't hate it, but I wasn't like, I wasn't feeling in it, you know, that pull of like, what's going to happen next. It was very right. much just like, okay. I'll watch. Not a major cliffhanger. One. Right.
0: And I think part of the problem is we're, we've been bombarded with some really good television over the last few years. <laughs> yeah. Where everything's a major cliffhanger. It's like, oh, you, you, you get to the end of Stranger Things, you got to see the next one. The first season of 24, every single episode, you got to get to the next one. Lost. <laughs> right. every single episode. It's like, I got to see the next one. Yeah, It's just the way we're conditioned now. Mm. <laughs> and Mandalorian doesn't really do it that
1: way. No, it's it, it was a weird, I mean, we talked about the pacing. For me, it was a weird pacing thing because the episode length was odd, like 30-something minutes, and I was like, well, it wasn't short, but it wasn't long. Felt mm-hmm. like they could have been a little longer, but then when, he, when I think back on it, it's, it reminds me of watching a show like um like law and order or something where there's your main characters doing stuff you know kind of a main storyline yeah but they are also they're furthering this main storyline but each episode is its own little adventure you know it's it's part of the main story but also kind of like if you watch just that episode
0: Yep, it's like and, a standalone. Yeah,
1: like a standalone. It's like an episode story. of MacGyver. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good example. Yeah, where you got the main characters, main story, but each up until the last, like like I said, about three episodes, when then everything really flowed from one to the next to the next and came together, and it was at that point the payoff was good.
0: Yep. It's kind of like the the season was a cliffhanger. In of itself, to me, because it's like, oh, now I want to see what he, right?
1: Like,
0: every, every Yoda's this baby Yoda's a mystery to everybody. Nobody even knows what species he is.
1: Right. Well, and I've you got know, a problem he, or, with baby Yoda.
0: or she. Technically, they don't. Well, yeah, they don't say whether it's where. Well, and
1: they don't even call it baby Yoda. I mean, that's what what well, the we, internet has called it. You know, you've but got
0: a problem with baby Yoda.
1: I do. All right. Let's I don't hear it. think this is a. I don't think it's a. If, even though it looks identical to Yoda. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's actually a Yoda species.
0: You think it's a clone?
1: I, I don't know what it is, but I know that Yoda had regular eyes, and this thing's got solid black eyes. There's something off about that to me. Well, and,
0: a lot of babies have eye color that changes.
1: Well, this isn't eye color. Look at look at pictures of Yoda and Baby Yoda side by side.
0: Oh,
1: Yoda I, I, has I, I'm actual. Gonna, I'm going to call you on this one. Yeah.
0: Baby Yoda also does. They're just really—he's his eyes are huge.
1: Just they're, they're, I'm looking at a shot right now extremely where he's got dilated or what? Well, let me. I'm well, copy yeah, this there's image. a shot. I see what you're talking about. Yep, yep. There there's is just white. no white showing, hardly there, at all. There
0: is some on the, just around the edges,
1: right? Whereas you look at Yoda and it's more like a person, you know, regular amount of white. Maybe as a baby, their eyes are just super dilated, and as they get older, they shrink to pinpoints.
0: Yeah, I'm gonna look up baby Yoda side by side with old Yoda.
1: Yeah, I've got it right here. <laughs> yeah,
0: it's like old Yoda's head's a different shape and you
1: know. Well, more round basketball looking. Yeah, this one's more of like a flat. I I still not I'm not positive they're the same species. They look very similar though. Oh, so they, they've, they've gotta be something tied in. But that's there, the thing. There's there's no way they're not though. I mean, it has to be, but I'm wondering. Here's my thought. Baby Yoda either has to not survive this series. I mean it might I don't know how many seasons Mandalorian's gonna run, but either Baby Yoda does not survive this series, or else he's still out there now and nobody knows about him. With you know, because this takes place five what five years after Jedi. Yep, but before a force awakens, yeah. which was how many years, thirty years they say? Well, maybe he like turns that. into the Sith Lord. Maybe, I mean, <laughs> the the thing is, what is it? Thirty it was Force Awakens. I said thirty years after Jedi, roughly, something like that, give or take. And so you know, in in roughly thirty five years of time, this creature is already fifty years old and is just an infant. Yoda was, you know, how many hundreds of years old? Nine hundred and something years old. Yeah, he was like nine hundred so either this baby yoda character just does not make it out of this series you know he he ends up getting destroyed in some capacity or he's still out there and nobody knows like he's on his own private dagobah that nobody knows anything about through all of this new trilogy which is kind of wild
0: I think you're kind of right. I mean, if, his eyes should be smaller. Maybe maybe that's something that happens as, they, as the species matures.
1: Maybe. I just thought about like a regular kid, you know, and you look at like, you know, your kids yeah. as babies yep. compared to now, their eyes weren't different. Like, like they look different. The kids look different, obviously, but they have regular eyes as babies.
0: That's true. I don't know. <sighs> he is pretty cute though. <laughs>
1: I just like how he's constantly playing. We've got to give him toys, you know, unscrew like his shifter from his, his (laughs) Where he's sipping the bone
0: broth is one of my favorites.
1: Right. Yeah. (laughs) That kind of stuff where they. The
0: Mandalorian's fighting with the, uh, the shock trooper. Yeah. (laughs) All
1: of a sudden he turned, he's just sitting there like. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Drinking his tea.
0: (laughs) (laughs) But I mean, he's, he's got force powers and it's, he's got the three fingers. He's, Definitely a Yoda species to me, but yeah. yeah, I think there's something funky there with the, the eyes.
1: Yep. Yeah, and, and I'm, I'm just really curious though. And that, that's the biggest question for me, not even the eyes. Like that's kind of one of those things that I'm like, well, what's going on here? But, you know, kind of just cause we're so conditioned to look at small things and wonder if like, this is something two seasons from now, we're going to look back on and be like, oh, there was a clue right there the whole time, you know? we're conditioned to kind of think of that stuff the way storytelling is these days. But to me, the bigger question is what's going to happen to this Baby Yoda character? Because like I said, either one of two things, he's either not going to make it out of this series and because he doesn't exist in the films or he's hiding somewhere.
0: Well, maybe, we're, maybe we'll get lucky and the films just had no
1: Baby Yoda in it. Yeah. I mean... <laughs> It's oh. it's wild, but you but know. But I, I
0: will say it. It's so darn cute and 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 in, integrated into pop culture right now that when the when the when the good like plush baby Yoda comes out, they're gonna be out of stock almost instantly. Oh yeah, because I, I wouldn't mind having one. They're they're it's adorable. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're pretty cool. Uh, yeah, it's it's so a good anyway, series though. We n- we never did talk about Joker. No. And some of that stuff um what are you thinking with time here
1: well i mean if we can always what happened was they just announced the oscar nominations uh as we're recording this on monday the 13th um the the nominations came out this morning and so we can certainly—I mean, the the Oscars aren't happening for a while, obviously. So we can certainly wait until Jason gets back and kind of talk about some of that a little more. Might be worth doing because I think case, that'd be good in case he's seen any of these other films. And I know he watched The Joker as well, so we can talk about The Joker and all the other nominations maybe next week if he's not too tired to show up.
0: That sounds good to me.
1: <laughs> All right, we'll do that. <laughs>
0: hopefully, hopefully he's awake. We'll give him some uh, caffeine.
1: Right. Well, I'm going to send him right now in the mail tomorrow. Uh, a couple five-hour energies. A yep. Pillow. Uh, we'll try to record earlier. Yeah. Some instructions we'll on good. how to take a nap.
0: But uh, listeners, we do appreciate you guys sticking through our podcast today and listening or maybe skipping all the way to this section because we're (laughs) finally done talking about Star Wars. Uh, I think most people have
1: seen it by the time this is coming out.
0: Most Star Wars fans have probably seen it. I think um, there's probably a million Star Wars podcasts out there. We just off the cuff decided to throw this in here tonight because why the heck not? Um, but head on over to digital soup podcast.com for all things digital soup, including links to all of our social media links to different places. You can listen or subscribe and some of our own, our own special content on that site. Of course, hit us up on Twitter at digital soup Cast, And if you like what you hear, head over to our Patreon page. We'll have a link to that in the show notes here from all of us at the digital soup podcast, to all of you guys, I just want to make a quick recommendation to head on over to AICpod.com and <laughs> listen to Dave's extra podcast, Adventures well, in Creativity, you. and, of course, yesterdaysci-fi.com, yes. where yours truly will be reading you an old sci-fi story. Mm-mm. With that, have an awesome week, guys. We'll catch you next time.
1: <laughs> Take care, guys. Later, Gators.
0: <laughs> May the force be with you.
1: Jason is Yoda. (laughs) I'm gonna
0: go make another baby.
1: (laughs) Okay, Jason is (laughs) Palpatine. It's that digital soup podcast.